All right, we've made it to episode four. Welcome to the Value Vault podcast for those of you who are new. Welcome. Now, the intention yet again with this podcast and everything that I do is to help you as a listener, as a human being, as somebody who is listening to this for a reason, to grow, to get awareness, to overcome, to elevate, to unlock. I really want to help you empower yourself on that journey and help you realize the power and potential that's inside of you, but not just realize it through awareness, but help you ignite the courage to actually tap into it so that you can actually create a life with more meaning, more purpose, and ultimately have more awareness of yourself, how you operate, how you work, so that you can really start taking conscious control over your life. Now, what I've wanted to speak about today is something which I really do think amongst many things that are out there, this is one of the most important foundational things for us to have awareness of. And it's about belief. Now, I think that word belief is such a saturated word that we almost dismiss the power of it that's really what I think. I think it's such a saturated word. We just sort of neglect how impactful it actually is and how much of a role it plays in our life, the way that we operate, the way that we think, the way that we feel, the way that we act, the life that we are living. Now, the reason why I've wanted to speak about this idea is because I think fundamentally when we do have that switch in the mind flipped and we are now starting to think more about who it is that we truly want to be in life. How do we want to actually be operating during the day? What life do we actually want to live as a result of that we have operating? How do we want that to look? I think the moment we start to fantasize and allow ourselves to actually dream and think, when we think about it from this sense, if we've been operating a certain way throughout the whole of our life up until this point, and that we have operating has been operating in a way which we dull down our power and potential, we're ignorant to it, we don't even know it exists, and we've just been going through life suppressing our goals, dreams, desires, and wants, and we've just been settling for something which is meh, at most, at most, I, eh, it's bad, but it's, it's not as bad as it could be. Or it's, eh, it's, it's all right, I suppose. Like if we've just been going through life with that way of operating, then the moment we decide to think and expand our mind and actually start to dream, what we can be met with is an incredible amount of resistance and self-doubt when it comes to actually making those goals, dreams, desires, and wants when it comes to making those a reality. Now, the reason why we will be met with so much resistance is quite simply put, because the belief system that we've been operating with up until this point, which has ultimately dictated the actions that we are taking, which is then in turn creating the life that we have, the results that we've got, the moment we decide to do something different, we need to understand that to have something we've never had, we've got to do something we've never done, 
which likely means we don't have that belief system yet installed into our software of the subconscious mind. So the belief system that we currently have within us will be incompatible with this next season. So when it comes to actually taking it, the next step of taking action on that goal, whether that be to lose a certain amount of weight, whether that be to have that relationship, whether it's to get that promotion in work, whether it's to start that business, whatever it is, when it comes to the next step of taking action, which you know what the next actionable step is, let's be real, you know what it is, right? When it comes to taking it, we'll be met with resistance because the belief system that we're operating with isn't compatible for it. And because it's not compatible for it, we're met with this force and we have all of this self-talk and self-sabotage and self-doubt and negative thoughts and pessimistic thoughts of why we can't do something, the consequences of doing it and all of these types of things. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. It's going to be too hard. Like all of these things. The reason why we'll then be met with all of those things, it's not because we're on the wrong path and it's not because we're not actually able or worthy of doing it. It's none of those things. It's quite simply because we haven't yet formulated the belief system which will make us feel confident about doing that thing. That's why. It's not because you're broken. It's not because you don't have the ability to do it. It's not because you didn't have the right upbringing or this didn't go your way or that didn't happen. It's none of that. It's because the belief system hasn't yet formed. So step one, how do we form the belief system? Well, you form the belief about your ability of achieving what you want to achieve by following the same process of acquiring the belief of being able to drive a car, of being able to do your current job, of being able to brush your teeth, of being able to tie your shoes. It's the same process. It's by doing the thing that you are likely shit at doing over and over and over and over and over and over and over again and learning whilst you're doing it, learning from the mistakes and going and going and going and going and going again, embracing the discomfort, having it feel a little bit weird, to the point where it becomes a part of you because you quite simply are just forming the neural pathways, which is done through action and thought and feeling so that it becomes easier for you to do. So if you think about it, all the belief really is, it's a thought which is then backed up by an emotion over and over and over and over and over again. Essentially, that's what it is. Because you can believe, belief it doesn't always have to be this positive thing. You can believe that you're a piece of shit. You can believe that you were not good enough. You can believe that you actually have no control over your life and that you are completely powerless you can have what is known as a limiting belief. 
And all a limiting belief is, is quite simply in the name. It's a belief that you were operating on, that you were operating with, which is limiting your potential. It's limiting the amount of power that you can exert. That's what a limiting belief is. An empowering belief is when you decide to change a narrative. Because if you tell yourself the story of I'm not good enough, or I'm a piece of shit, and then you start feeling down, you start feeling this feeling of just like helplessness. You're feeling potentially depressed, anxious. You're feeling doubt, you're feeling all of these things, right? The moment you think that thought and you feel that emotion, you do that often enough, that's how you're going to form the belief. The way that you follow that path is the same path that we follow to change the belief by telling ourselves a new story that we are good enough. And by practicing that feeling and Alex Harmozy, this is a little plug-in for Alex Harmozy. You know, we don't get confident by shouting affirmations. I am great. I am strong. I am worthy. I am good enough. They will help. I do believe that they do help. It's all a suggestion. I do believe that helps. However, from the book, Maxwell Maltz, Psycho-Cybernetics, the way that the servo mechanism inside of us works is by giving it an objective, by giving it and stacking within it undeniable proof that you are who you see you are by identifying wins, identifying memories of the past and experiences in the past where you've actually demonstrated the ability to do something because you aren't a piece of shit. You are good enough. You do have the ability to achieve that thing which you really, 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 really want. You do have that in you. However, you might just not have that belief system developed yet. Yet. But it can be developed. It's developed through action. By doing the thing that you're fearful of doing. And it's uncomfortable. It can be scary. It can be weird. You are putting yourself in a vulnerable position of being judged, of being laughed at, of being mocked, right? You are putting yourself in that position. But for me, that's when the incredible amount of strength and power comes in. For me, that is someone who I admire, somebody who is willing to do that and not just willing to just float through life, tiptoeing through life, trying to play it safely to death. I don't have any respect for that. Because I just see somebody who is going to the grave with all of this power, all of this potential within them that's going to the grave, lying dormant, and has never been tapped into. Because the way that the belief system works, right, just to try and help you understand how much our beliefs really do influence and impact the actions that we take. Let's look at religion. It's the easiest form to go to. Let's look at religion, right? There are certain religions where you can't eat certain foods. I think Islam, I think you can't eat, I think you don't eat pork. I think that's maybe what it is. So let's look at that. Religion is an idea which you get emotionally involved into, which is known as faith which is then dictating your actions, which is you not eating meat or certain types of meat. And then what's the result? Well, the result is you aren't that particular meat eater. 
that's how belief quite literally dictates the behavior. And I think it's in, in, in relation to drinking alcohol, they'll not drink alcohol. Why? Because the belief that they're operating with is that that's not compatible with that belief, with that faith, with that religion, which is ultimately an idea in the mind. So that's a very simple form and an everyday form of how a belief that we have will quite literally dictate the actions that we are taking. And the reason why that is a very, very important thing for us to understand is because the actions that we are taking is dictating the results that we have in life, the life that we are living. So with this, what stories are you telling yourself about yourself which isn't actually empowering you whatsoever? That isn't making you feel good. That actually makes you feel like you're not good enough, that you can't do it, or that it just can't be done, or that everything's against you, or that you're not worthy, or that you're not good enough for love. What story are you telling yourself? Because it is a story. Let's reverse engineer it. The results that we have in life are dictated by the actions that we take, which is a manifestation of the feelings that we're feeling. It's a result of the feeling that we're feeling. The feelings that we are feeling are coming directly from the subconscious mind, the emotional mind. It's where our beliefs are. And all a belief is, is an idea, a thought, a story that you give yourself over and over and over and over and over again with emotion. So what are you telling yourself? So a practical skill, a practical exercise. Let's reverse engineer it. What result, write down on a piece of paper, or write down on the notes on your phone, what results do you want in life? What are they? That you really, really want. Not what does your family want, not what does your partner want, or your parents, or society. What do you want? And a little tip with this as well. How do you recommend keeping this to yourself? Protect it, nurture it. Let this be your own little thing within yourself and dream and fantasize and wonder, write it down and don't mind what people think. Who cares what people think? Most people don't think. A little plug in with that, there's actually a saying only 2% of people think, 3% of people think to think, 95% of people would rather die than think. So most people aren't thinking about you because most people don't think. So what results do you want? And what is the thoughts? What are the stories that you were telling yourself about your ability of getting that? And what are the feelings that you are feeling when it comes to that? Because consciously you can tell yourself, I'm good enough. I can do it. Subconsciously, emotionally, you could be thinking bullshit. 
And as long as that just stays in the conscious mind, it doesn't do anything. It's when we mix it with emotion. That's when things start to shift. But remember, we don't just become confident by shouting affirmations of, I am good enough, I am strong, I am lovable, I am worthy, I am whatever it is. We don't change by doing that. We change by stacking the undeniable proof that we are who we say we are. So if, and you likely will, have a lack of self-confidence and a lack of belief about your ability to achieve that result, write down on that piece of paper, when in my life have I taken action and grown and learned and actually demonstrated that behavior or where I've demonstrated the ability of being good enough or when have I been loved? What have I accomplished? You know, in psycho-cybernetics, it really is about understanding that we have within us, you have within you a servo mechanism which works very much like a plane with autopilot works where you give it an objective. We want to go from Elliot to Paris. When that plane's in the sky, the cybernetic mechanism inside of the plane is automatically and unconsciously controlling that plane. That's what we commonly refer to as autopilot, where it will automatically and unconsciously keep that plane on track. If turbulence hits, it re, it, what's the word? It readjusts, it alters the engine speed, it alters the flaps, it gets back on course and it ultimately gets to the destination. Now it's the same within us. What, what, what is the objective that you were given yourself? Is your objective that life is hard, that you struggle, that you go without, that making money is hard, that you aren't lovable, that you aren't good enough, right? What is the objective that you were given your mechanism? Because the way to identify it is what are your current results? What is your life? What does it look like? What are your relationships like, both with people and with yourself? What is your self-image like? What does your body look like? How do you feel? All of these things, let's create awareness because it's the ideas that we are given ourselves that we are mixing with emotion, which is creating the belief, which dictates then the actions that we take, which is why the life that you are living right now is the way that it is. So what's the story that you're telling yourself right now? And is it serving you telling yourself that story? It might be true. Yeah, it might be true. You might have done things in the past where you've potentially been a piece of shit. That might be true. Real talk. That might be true. You might not have any confidence. You might be shit at doing that very thing. You might be absolutely correct. But I want to ask you, does it serve you telling yourself that? And I want to tell you that it doesn't. It's limiting you. It's disempowering you. That's what it's doing. So what's the story that you were telling yourself? Please understand the power of belief. Please understand the power of belief and just how powerful it is in the way that we operate and the life that we live in. 
the second thing within this, when we do decide to go after what it is that we want, it's gaining and acquiring and developing self-confidence. Which is done by keeping the word to yourself. You tell yourself you want to do it, follow through with it. Because I know that the samurais, they always spoke about the inner warrior within and how the word is our most sacred thing to ourselves. And the more that we tell ourselves that we're going to do something, that we're going to get up when the alarm goes off, that we're going to go to the gym, that we're going to start eating healthy, that we're going to have the conversation, that we're going to have that phone call, that we're going to do that thing, the more that we tell ourselves that's what we're going to do, and the more that we don't do that thing, self-confidence and self-esteem diminishes. It depletes itself. So let's be real. If you want to completely transform your life, but you can't even make your bed in the morning or get up when the alarm goes off, let's be real. You're not going to change your life. Because until we've mastered the art of turning up for ourselves and doing the things which we tell ourselves that we are going to do, until we've done that, we're not going to be moving with the level of confidence required to achieve the end result. So keep the word to yourself. Protect it. It'll be uncomfortable. You'll likely have every reason under the sun as to why you shouldn't do this thing. But in that moment, when you fail and are met with that resistance, breathe. Become conscious of that unconscious story. And just remind yourself, no, not anymore. I've changed. We've changed now. I don't operate like that anymore. This is what we're doing. This is why I'm doing it. And execute and go. And the more that we do that, the more our self-confidence and self-esteem will rise, the more that our belief system will improve because we're taking action, we're doing the work. We're stacking the undeniable proof that we are who we see we are. We have the image of who we want to be and the life that we want to live. We're doing that consistently. Things are shifting and you will change. And when you change, everything in your life will begin to change. I promise. And to end it on this note, I think it was Napoleon Hill and Think Grow Rich. He said, believe, and the belief will create the fact. Believe, and the belief will create the fact. So if you think about what it is that you want, and you believe in it, you'll achieve it. Whatever the mind of man can conceive and bring himself to a belief, he can and will achieve it. That's the power that you've got within you. So remember guys, your mind is the creator. You are the observer. And your life can change in an instant the moment that you decide to change. Peace out.